0: Chapter 9 Along the Road In the morning I woke up to the sound of a beeping horn and my first thought was people. People had come. Then I saw that it was just Nosy leaning on the steering wheel. What if no one was coming back? I really didn't want to stay here forever. I figured I had two options. Either head back towards home or keep following the road onwards we had driven for many hours that first night and there had been nothing but forest along the road so it would have taken a long time to make the journey back. It, may, it might almost be dangerous that's why we had fled in the first place. In the end I decided to continue in the direction the cars had been heading. I also wrote a note just in case anyone came back while I was gone. To mum plus dad plus Kate I have gone looking for you further along this road. Please come and get me, Gwen. As I packed food and water into my bag, I realised that some of my sandwiches I'd found were starting to get mouldy. I really hoped we'd find some adults soon. They'd know what to do. Our biggest challenge would be crossing the destroyed bridge. Huge chunks of concrete had fallen down into the river and formed a kind of rocky pathway across the churning water. Maybe the dogs and I could clamber down and make our way across. It was going to be dangerous though. The river was rushing as fast as ever. At one wrong step and any of us could fall into the water and be swept away. But we didn't have a choice. We had to try. A couple of times the the leap between the broken concrete was bigger than Tiny could handle so I had to pick him up. At first, Tiny was terrified of me picking him up, pumping his legs faster and faster while I held him, as if he was running on air. But he quickly started to relax. In fact, I got the impression he liked me to carry him the rest of the way. Eventually, we were across safely. I began our walk to the other side, hopeful that there would be a town or other cars or something up ahead. Please, please let there be some people, I thought to myself. We walked for hours and hours, but found nothing. The road curled around the mountain and just kept going. Forest and more forest on both sides of the road. No homes, no cars, no people, just trees as far as the eye could see. Before I knew it, the sun was low in the sky. We were all exhausted and hungry. I sat down on the side of the road under a big oak tree and started feeding the dogs. They didn't seem to mind eating the moldy sandwiches. Dogs have iron stomachs, I remember Dan telling me once. After Molly had eaten my... Barbie dolls' space helmet. Just don't feed them chocolate. I didn't think we were likely to find any chocolate around here. Where were we? Then, despite all that had happened in the past few days, I suddenly felt more alone than I'd ever had felt in my life. I put my head down on the backpack and tried to hold back tears. I used to hate how Kate always ordered me around, but now I wish she was here to tell me exactly what to do. The dogs curled around me, their fur against my skin was comforting and we quickly drifted off to sleep. The next morning I woke beneath the tree with my pack of hungry, thirsty dogs. I riffled through my bags to see what we had left. What do we do now? Keep going and hope that we run into some people? What if we found nothing? What if this road just went on forever? We could all die out here. Ah! I screamed as loud as I could and the dogs looked startled. "'Somebody, anybody, is there anyone anywhere?' The dogs started to stare at me as if to say, "'We're here, don't we count?' "'No, you don't count,' I screamed at them. "'You're nothing but a bunch of dogs. "'I want my family. "'Now get lost and leave me alone.' I turned away, trying so hard to hold back tears. I started back the way we had come. The dogs followed. "'No, don't you guys get it? "'I can't look after all of you. "'Go away!' They just looked at me in confusion. What's wrong? Scram, I screeched. I don't know how to look after you guys. Don't you understand? But the dogs kept on following. I remembered then that they had saved my life and I owed them. I shouldn't try to shoo them away. I just didn't know what to do anymore. Finally, I gave in. Let them come with me if they that's what they want, I thought. At least we won't be lonely while we starve. We walked all day, all the way back to the cars. As the sun set, I rushed to our car to see if anyone had picked up the note. No, it was exactly where I'd left it. The dogs ate what what remained of the mouldy sandwiches and I gobbled up the last few slices of dried stale bread. I closed my eyes, praying that help would arrive soon.